Welcome to Hotbox Show, episode 187. It's me, Myrtle, here in the driving seat. So nice to be home and in our warm and cozy studio. Amy just stopped and got us delicious Chinese, so we're well fed. And it's just the three of us tonight. Yep, you know, this pandemic rolls on and uh, our crew members not being here has got nothing really to do with the pandemic pandemic but with the changing of the seasons there's all sorts of things out there so joe has been recovering from from a serious case of the flu which is confirmed not to be COVID. and unfortunately our dear boomschlang who's usually doing all of our technical stuff has come down with a case of tick bite fever at this time of the year the ticks are all over the place we know that we've treated our dogs and cats and please treat yours uh, and please check yourselves for ticks if you're in out in the garden and in the long grass so we'd just like to give a shout out to Captain Stream over there, who's, uh, who's running the whole show. And he's like a mad professor going wah, 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 all over the place. Because you know that Rian Boomschlang is really very much a cornerstone of our show and keeps him and Captain Stream keep everything going in the background. But luckily I'm not alone. And to my left we have just Dale and Dan the Growman. Hey, hey. And on with the episode. And as so, usual, we be talking. Lang I've never been very good at that one. So tonight we look at the fake fake news pandemic that is um, taking over cannabis reporting, particularly here in South Africa. And we're going to discuss whether it's fake news, whether it's skewed news, whether it's just a little bit true, whether it's overhyping. And that's going to be the general theme of our show tonight. We are also going to be um, uh, looking at a video that our dear friend Russ Warren Yellowman made in the Eastern Cape of an awesome, awesome Dacher farmer called Sister Nunzi. And uh, we can look forward to that a little bit later in the show after the Fields of Green for All update. Don't forget to enter our Insta My Gram competition. Unfortunately, tonight with the loss of Joe and Rian, um, we didn't put a poll together. So sorry, we'll put a poll together for next week. And um, but you can still enter, enter the Insta Your Gram competition. Uh, hashtag Insta Your Gram. And, um, and that is only on Facebook. Is it only on Facebook? Instagram. 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 Yeah. So we've got some finalists for this week, but we'd really, really like to have some new people entering. We really appreciate all your amazing, amazing um, picks that you put up there for, for this competition. But have you never entered it before? How's about trying your luck? You'll get a nice goodie bag from Fields of Green for All. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, definitely. So Dan, what have you been up to this week? Oh, taking care of things here and there. Business is a bit slow, to tell you the truth. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, I think people are just coming out of the hibernation phase of winter because that last bit of cold we had has really slowed things down for everyone, I think. But, yeah, I've been busy, well, not bu I've been busy looking for work. More, more jobs, more... Yeah, I bet you get you getting your hustle getting, on again. Getting up, getting yeah. up the because I hibernated personally, to tell you the truth. I hid myself in the house and I was like, yeah, I'm not going out during this cold. <laughs> I think we've all been hiding and it looks like Jobik's in for another cold front this weekend. Dale, what have you been up to this week? Uh, soil prep. Okay. So I've been getting the shoulders and arms busy in the soil all nice. day, every day, oh, which nice. is, for me, the fun part, you know. Prepping for the season ahead, still months in advance. Yeah, we were prepping. Stressing here well. again on, on what seeds I'm going to be using and stuff like that, but 
that'll come, I guess, two months. Yeah, one and a half exactly. months left. So yeah. when it comes down to the time, you just plant what you got. And just, it should be good. You just plant what you got because if you've been gathering seeds all year and you've been keeping your eyes and ears open, you should have a nice collection by now, too. Uh, personally, I'm not going to be planting anything uh, for a few months yet, but I do have some clone, clones under lights that we're stretching nicely, and um, a few old winter autos in the ground that are about, a, say, 750 high now, and they're looking really nice. It's been a little bit warm in Joburg this week, so I think the plants have been enjoying that, and we've had tiny little sprinkles of rain too. Um, so it's been a weird week. It's been kind of hot and a little bit cold and a very muggy in Joburg. Um, but we're coming up to spring, so I think that we should, first of all, top up the THC levels before we go any further. Sounds good. Sounds good. So what have we got for <coughs> Lang Dank tonight? Let's turn on this light. If it would turn on, it makes oh. sense. Yeah, that's not perfect. Hold on one second. The light. So in the meantime, I'll just ask Captain Stream if he can bring up my first picture that I've popped in the management system for Lank Dank. Uh -huh. Second from the bottom. Huh? There we have it. So I made a little Instagram post, which I haven't posted yet, <laughs> of all of the gifts that we got on our recent road trip. So, you know, the crew were down in the Eastern mm -hmm. Cape for five days, and then I spent another just over 10 days down there. And all along my road trip, I was visiting all of our amazing cannabis culture people. So there you have it in one big arrangement. That's a cool package to come back with. Eh? Wasn't That's like it a cool package? A lot package. of love is shown there. I can see there's a lot of gifts I've given to you. And a lot of, it's great to see all the different um, types of things and different people trying to start something and create something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. it's, it's awesome to see people wanting to create and get in there and even though the with what is happening that's not how much legal people are still getting in there there's no holding yeah. you back and I think that uh, if you've visited Port Elizabeth and East London uh, lately you'll know that it's a it, it's a struggle there um, I think that the hustle is much bigger and faster here in Joburg I think down there it just is a struggle to keep going so as a result we've got these amazing communities that have come together, and uh, Russ Warren and I visited a few of the people, the East London social socials, they um, they gave us all, all sorts of things, and uh, Andrea makes something called Seed Papers, and you can find her on seedpapers.co.za, so she embeds handmade paper with seeds, and uh, sell the, sells those through her small website, and she's doing really well, and she's taking advance orders for Christmas now, she makes a seed calendar where she does 12 small cards, one for each month, and each of those cards is embedded with either flour or, or, or food seeds for that month. And um, just general seeds, I think that they will grow anywhere in South Africa. It doesn't matter about the climate. And it's a really great gift. So look at seedpapers.co.za, and that is the beautiful girlfriend of Tricosa, who I know is watching the show tonight. So... We have on the length, on the dank camp tonight, we've got um, a gift that I got from Trinity House Genetics. And this is the best bottle I've seen any weed come in in a while. I mean, look at how cool that is. Fancy schmancy. Fancy schmancy, nice, nice pattern, beautiful pattern. So apparently there's a lady in uh, East London who makes these bottles out of polymer clay. And um, this was a gift from Trinity House Cannabis. And... Wait till you see this. So that is yeah, some dank yeah, cooking yeah, yeah. 
So this Gold is um, Blunicorn. 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 And it is quite rusty, if you can see. You see why? Check. It's got that... Um, and it's also got the foxtails. It's, it's got that foxtails. Serious, That's serious why we call it Blunicorn. But when I said it's, it's foxtails, it's foxtails, he says it's not. It grows like that right from the beginning. It starts making Sometimes, that's 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 sometimes a foxtail can be sexy, actually. Yeah, yeah. But that's called, I mean, that is definitely a foxtail. But it's great. It's basically calyxes on top of calyxes that are just pushing out. So now what about the smell? You're going to have to smell. Uh, of course, yeah, Dan. I'm still impaired. Still, still in, impaired from COVID. So... Me, it's just right from the beginning, from when I first um, smelt it over a cup of coffee with the grower, I just went poop straight away. Oh, it okay. smells like poop. <laughs> Definitely does. <laughs> like a nice poop. Yeah. But weird. like a nice poop. Then I brought it home, and so everybody that's come to visit, Adam from Howard Audio, and um, Rob Sleep, and everybody who's been coming to visit, because you know the jazz farms are really always a bit busy place. I've been saying, smell this and tell me what it smells like. And Amy said that it smells like creamy baby poo. <laughs> no, creamy <laughs> baby poo. Wow, that's Great quite a... fruity poo. Yeah, yeah it's fruity like, poo. Fruity poo. Yeah. If and poo it's, was fruity. It's a cross between... a lot of berries, and that would be Exactly. So it's a cross between blueberry... And if I can remember correctly, and unicorn poop. Let's well, let's have a yeah. look here. So Dan's gonna look it up and see what the real cross is. I'll move it about here. Oh, and you know what? We forgot to get Hashman out. Joe is gonna be so upset with us. So Hashman is also having the um, the night off from he's having a break, show yeah. tonight. Yeah, he's going to go get Chinese down the road. <laughs> so Dale is going to be skinning up, as they was used to say. Um, a spliff for us to smoke of this beautiful unicorn, and thank you very much to Trinity House Genetics from the Eastern Cape for the beautiful gift. And so we can go on to the Fields of Green update. And one of the reasons why I asked the guys earlier what they were um, what they were doing this week is because our week here at Fields of Green for All didn't turn out nearly as we planned it. Um, I got back last Friday from leave and. Um, on Monday at quarter past five, we got an email from the government to say that they would start with the parliamentary presentations around the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill at half past nine on Tuesday morning. So they effectively gave us 16 hours notice and, um, and we all tuned in. I think that there was over 400 people tuned into the, into the parliamentary process. And before I give you what we are feeling about these two presentations. There was one on Tuesday by the Department of Health, and there was one on Wednesday by the Department of Rural Development, the Department of Trade and Industry, and the Department of Agriculture. So those are all very import important departments. As we know, there should be 22 government departments involved with this process, as per our manifesto. But our I've been speaking to our brother Green, down in Crossways J Bay and he's agreed to come onto the show tonight to tell us um, about this parliamentary process. How how does this bill thing work and what stage are we at? So I'm not sure if we've got Ricky there we go. So Ricky is an opinionista tonight and we're getting his 
Actually, not all opinion. Hello, Brother Green. Hey. <coughs> not all opinion. Not all opinion. Actually, facts. Because Actually, I facts. think. We're now, they've started the process of putting this bill through Parliament and we must all pay attention. So, very, very nice to see you, Brother Green. Can you please tell us what this was all about this week before we give our opinions? Hey guys, welcome, man, or welcome to me. Good to be back here and hello to all of you. Um, cool, I'll jump right into it. This is uh, certainly the most significant moment for for cannabis in, in respect of the law, because for the first time, cannabis, right, as a plant and uh, how it shall be regulated is moving before parliament and through parliament. So I know a lot of us don't have much faith in government, but on, on paper at least and practically, it is set up to function in a very democratic way um, with a lot of transparency and oversight. And that is where these portfolio committees then come into being. So each each department, each national state department, has their own um, portfolio committee, uh, which then oversees the specific department. Uh, so some of their uh, responsibilities like entail monitoring and overseeing the budget of specific national departments uh, with a view to hold them accountable to it. They consider and they amend bills. They can introduce their own bills too. Uh, they can consider international treaties and agreements, examine specific areas of public life or matters of public interest. And um, yeah, then also oversee the, the, the actual work that that department is responsible for and even have the powers to subpoena information and documents and get people to serve before them. So they've got a lot of power um, in respect of the oversight functionality for government, but specifically when it comes to the lawmaking process. So it's they are, say, the, the, the first real gate in the lawmaking process. So a bill is, um, which is a, a draft law, is submitted to the National Assembly. In this case, it's Section 75 bill submitted by the uh, Minister of Justice and Constitutional Development. And then the National Assembly allocates it to the specific portfolio committee who then deliberates themselves amongst it. So they have their own internal meetings <clears throat> and then they embark on this public consultative process. So. The presentations then that took place yesterday, I mean, it's really, like in all fairness, this it, it, it's significant occasions. It's not a, a webinar. It's not Sarpril, the Minister of Health, coming onto just a public platform and, and saying and presenting something, you know. What they're saying and what they're presenting has been requested by the specific portfolio committee. And, uh, yes, yeah, so the Department of Health and SARPRA then presented on, on Tuesday, and now the, uh, the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, yesterday together with Trade and Industry, and I think a lot of you watched both of those, and you would have seen that there were markedly different views as to how cannabis should be regulated. But anyway, we're not going to go there. Um, but the next step in this portfolio committee is, of course, the public hearings, which will be held next week. So certain members then of the public 
who would have submitted comments on the, the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill, because that is what is being deliberated specifically on in these sessions. Uh, if you did during your submissions or subsequently request to make oral representations, then you'll be afforded a slot to make your presentation possibly for half an hour limit, as um, even the government departments were also limited to half an hour. So that's generally the uh, the time slot that you're looking at. Oh, that's good to know, because oh, somebody was, no, asking, because somebody me was today, asking me today um, if Fields um, Green gets to the Green gets to the how long will it be? How long will it be? About 30 minutes. About 30 minutes. Yes, uh, you, you've been there before, though, Mertz. Remember, I was with you in Parliament yes. before the Expropriations Committee. Yes. Um, um, I'll never forget that day never because forget it was in the middle of the Sands and, 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 and two to four, and the government sent me an email at four o'clock in the afternoon that I had to be in Cape Town in Cape Town at nine o'clock the next morning in Parliament. In and Parliament. I still had to give the and Uber I still had to give the Uber driver a hundred bucks to, break the, speed to limit break the, the speed limit from the airport. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it is certainly one of my fondest memories as well. Um, because, I mean, as a lawyer, obviously, I have an understanding of the parliamentary and lawmaking process. So to be able to participate and to see that it's not, it's not just another day at the office. You yeah. can see that it's taken very seriously. And it's, it's not like it's a, a, the ruling party pushing something through here. These portfolio committees are broadly representative um, in the same proportion to, to how that political party would, would hold its seats in government. So you see all political parties represented uh, in this portfolio committee. And it's a huge opportunity, this, particularly for, for those members of civil society, cannabis advocacy groups uh, that will be making oral representations next week. Like I would urge any of you that are watching, yeah. And of course, Murta will be presenting herself on behalf of Fields of the Green for All. Uh, to take it very seriously because it is a, it's a monumental, really, opportunity to provide input on the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. And it's, not, it's way more than ever putting in the written submissions, even writing a letter, even lawyers writing letters on your behalf. This is your single opportunity to make a significant contribution to the, any further iterations of this bill, you know, it could actually end at this portfolio committee who might say, Phew, considering what governments have said, uh, the master plan, how, how uh, DTR are looking at it, what civil society are saying, this bill really cannot go through because it doesn't say, for example, make any provision for trade um, and a host of other deficiencies. But yeah, I look forward myself to, to make representations next week and Ricky, on behalf your, of the Support Network. I love your, I your positive. I love your positive attitude when you say Myrtle will be presenting on behalf of Fields Agree next week. Um, we haven't heard yet, and you haven't heard yet. So I think I've, I don't know. I've checked my emails fifty-seven times an hour this afternoon, and it's not come through yet. So um, uh, we'll just see, and we will post on social media as soon as we hear, and I'm sure we'll be given a time slot. And then we will also um, make sure that a recording is available of our um, 
of, of those three days of public hearings next week, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I presume they will be probably between nine, about 9.30 and 12 in the morning, like this week. But um, Brother Green, thank you so much. Thank you for coming and telling us um, about this process. I think it's very foreign to a lot of people, um, but it is really, really crucial. I think it's one of the most significant um, events since the trial of the plant and the Constitutional Court uh, ruling. It really is uh, something that everybody should be looking out for, and we will put all the links to the public participation hearings all over, all over our social media um, on Monday as soon as we know what's what. So thanks, Ricky. Thanks, Ricky. Mm. Good job. Only yeah, a pleasure, Ricky. guys. Yes, the, the public must attend. That's, that's one yes. of the, the main objections of these committees is that they are open to the mm. public. Certain sittings, obviously, for very important reasons, have to be closed. But in general, the majority of all of the sittings of these committees are open to the public. So everybody that is watching this and anybody that is interested must must join and, and participate in the comment section. Um, you'll even note that even if you perhaps don't abide by the, the decorum and professionality in the comment section, those MPs are reading those comments and they're taking notes. So uh, I look forward to seeing that comment section on fire next week during the public hearings no doubt it will be and dear guys thanks again eh? we'll chat soon thanks ricky and love to the family and love to jay bay lots of love guys bye. cheers for now bye. Bye. Bye, bye another step forward another step forward well i know that ricky said that he wasn't really going to be getting into any of the nitty-gritty of tuesday and wednesday but I can just say that Tuesday's um, briefing by the Department of Health got me in a, t a total spin. I would swear we were stuck in I 1961. I, I don't know what, but you know when he said that there was, they've given the public until the 30th or 31st to do public, uh, to do, to comment? Yes. Was that originally, was that um, stated prior to that, giving people more than just... <laughs> like a week's worth. Oh, no, no. So they Because uh, he stated there, I think one of the MPs did say, he did bring up something about the fact there was a comment that if the MP did read, I think it was the DA MP, he yes. read a comment stating, to, is the time that you've given sufficient for yeah. the public to give an adequate response uh, considering the people of, that are in the rural areas, for instance? Exactly. And the guy said, oh, well... They've had enough time. Oh, I don't know. Have have people had enough time? So I'm I... not sure if they think we've had enough time. I mean, we certainly got a hell of a uh, a, a shock on Monday afternoon at yes. 12 minutes past five when that email came through, and said, "Okay, hop us nine tomorrow morning." So um, I know that Nelio even rushed back home to go and record it for us. But they are these things are being recorded and they are on the Parliament Parliament of South Africa YouTube channel. So they're there, and we will post them um, on. Uh, we will post them on our social media in due course too. So I don't think we've done that. It's been a bit of a, a bit of a spin of a week. So, but just starting with the Department of Health, uh, as I was saying, you know, it, we were really stuck in in 1961, and if those departments or that committee or whatever had actually read the submissions, I don't think the Department mm -hmm. of Health would have come up with yeah. such antiquated prohibitionist 
apartheid, not inclusive, everything. It ticked all of the boxes of being stuck in 1961 when they first made those international drug conventions. They're just going back to what has been originally been written yeah. because even the way that they that at the end of that uh, Zoom meeting, when they were asking certain questions to the Department of Health, thing it was they weren't really sure as to who had received the papers to give the exactly. submission. And I was like, how can this even be? Yeah. How can you be representing the Department of Health yeah. and not actually have an op and a chairman, proper opinion about this? The chairman actually said, mm, yes, you didn't said, read. You should have read this. And now that's, yeah. a, that's, that's they literally yeah. are taking what's been written and just blurting it out just to save yeah. face, saying, well, this is what it is. Not actually putting any forethought or trying to maybe go a bit deeper than just what is there. I don't know. It just but you know what really got to me is that they all put up these... Uh, they break every single rule of public speaking and presenting. <laughs> and these are our politicians and our leaders. And they put up a slide, a PowerPoint slide, with that's just packed with text. And then they read it all. Yes. I mean, what do they yeah. think? We're all illiterate. It's so boring. There's no, there's no d dynamic about it. There's no thought. There's no nuance. There's no anything. It's just this one PowerPoint slide after another. And just to get back to your point of did we have enough time, um, Yes. In, first of all, the deadline for submissions was the 30th of October last year. 2020. 2020. Yes. Then, um, on about the 20th of October, they sent out another and said no, that they were, the deadline had been extended to the end of March. Okay. I remember that, yes. So then that was, that was really good for us because, you know, last year was a terrible year. So, so we got our submission in and ready, and as it happened, we got, we got it in and... They only received it 10 minutes late. And Suresh had like a hell of a scramble and phoning this woman who was collating the submissions and everything. And eventually we got acknowledgement of it. Ricky only got acknowledgement of his submission on Tuesday. And he put it in at the same time as us. And we got ours straight away. Then they supposedly took all of our submissions and read them. And supposedly gave them out to all of the different people in the government departments. But twice yesterday... Uh, yesterday, the the chairperson of the committee pulled everybody, pulled people up on saying, "But you don't sound like you've actually read this, right?" Particularly in the Department of Health one. Then yesterday was rural development, trade and industry, and all of that, and yeah, it was a bit of a breath of fresh air, I must say. Um, they spoke about the inclusivity. They spoke about the existing cannabis industry trade in South Africa. They spoke about traditional use. They spoke about the Rastafari. Has anybody spoken to the Rastafari? They asked. And I must say, across the political parties, excluding the ACDP, who we know are just in the dark ages anyway, the DA, the ANC, we didn't have any showing from the IFP, but certainly the DA and the ANC, the people that they... Had sent, uh, had sent to speak were incredibly uh, eloquent and up with the issues. And those were the people that brought up the issues of the Rastafari. And um, uh, they also brought up the issues of inclusivity. And I must say that Russ Warren and I had fun on the comments because I was putting in all these capital letter letters, stop arresting us, stop arresting us. And then they came up with a comment that said, please don't use capital letters. This is a bit of no need to use capital letters. So Russ and I just carried on using loads of capital letters <laughs> in the comments. <coughs> so we went on and on yesterday. Heard. Yeah, so... Um, look who we have look, he's on. Uh, look here, that's a surprise. <laughs> Hello, brother. Where us? Where us? Yay! Can you, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. 
We can. Oh, we. Oh, we. Am I live? Oh, yeah. Live and direct. Yeah. Live and direct. <laughs> so, did you, cut. so did you have fun on the comments yesterday? Yesterday was lit, eh? Um, I've just come to realize that the government has woken up to the fact that they actually know nothing about this plant and the people that do know everything and that the experts are actually being arrested and they should stop arresting the experts, in my humble opinion. So um, it's so awesome to, to the fact that everybody was commenting and contributing on the... Um, on the discussions yesterday where the department puts its profound discussions that we need to have and it's awesome to see the community so i would encourage everybody to participate in these discussions so that we can engage and let the government know the truth um but yeah let me just light this bong and get up to a level man more yeah, fire, man. How are you fire. fire. <laughs> well it's, it's it, it like you said it's good to see that they are making this public yeah yeah, and Which is great that we can all join and have a look. It's and good listen. to see that it's, it seems to be out of the main that, um, main that uh, government is listening yeah. a bit, you know, yeah. it, and that they need to start to listen to us more. Um, and also to the rural indigenous um, growers that have been growing this plant for years and for years. You know, um, that's why I've brought the story to, to showcase this evening to you guys about Sister Nzuzi from the... Port St. John's area in the Eastern Cape. She's a proud member of our social club and probably one of the dankest woman female growers I know. Um, and she works hard um, with the community um, and she has such a strong and profound story to tell. Um, and I wish that governments would listen to people like her and her story and all these thousands of growers out there in the Amapondo area and region, which are being marginalized and excluded from this process. But thankfully to activists such as Ricky Stone and the Umzumbubu Farmers Network, their voices are being heard, um, which is a vital part of this um, participation process. So um, I would love you to guys to light up your spliff, sit back and enjoy this little video about Sister Nzuzi in the Amapondo uh, land and more fire to Sister Nzuzi and her community and also to her Facebook group. Um, she's got over 6,000 members on her Facebook group. So she's really pushing her, her identity and story. So yeah, light up your spliff, light up your chalice. Let's go down to the Eastern Cape, more fire, boom, boom. Greetings, everyone. My name is Nonsuze Kwakauka, Sister Nsuzi. I am cannabis grower at Eastern Cape. The one who inspired me to grow cannabis is Ras Rupin. And the cannabis is very important to us as a women, especially who those live in the rural areas. Because we don't have job, it's the main work we do. There are so many women in South Africa grow cannabis. Even in my community, I think it's 99% of women growing wheat. And in Jalaisi we buy seeds online and we cut it. 
and the strain that grow easier in my community is exodus cheese. I think everyone have exodus cheese in the garden. And the police, when you carry your ganja at the public transport, they take it and I don't like it. And please, government, build a factory for us as a women in the rural areas. We need that. Because when you build a factory for us, we can make cannabis product here in the rural areas. And the bigger factory come to us and buy our product here in the rural areas because it's the only job we have. Thank you. Greetings, everyone. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Sister Nzunzi. I'm sorry I didn't get to visit you when I was in the Eastern Cape, but how beautiful is the Eastern Cape? And, and I think that it's really amazing that Russ Warren managed to organize for us to um, have this video as our last featured Know Your Dacha Woman Farmer uh, in August, which is Women's Month. We've had, we've had fun with our female guests this, um, this month of August. But remember that every day is Men's and Women's Day. So Know Your Dacha Farmer. And um, and remember to support Fields of Green with this with this campaign that is really going to be kicking off now that it's spring. I think that because it's spring is upon us, it's a nice time to really get into gear with our Know Your Dacha Farmer campaign. So if you know really amazing Dacha Farmer that you would like to us to feature on the Hotbox show, then let us know. You know, I'm a Dacha Farmer, Dan's a Dacha Farmer, Dale's a Dacha Farmer. Mm -hmm. um, People like Sister and Zuzi is actually the... The, the root reason why we all love cannabis, actually. Where did you exactly. start smoking it? That, that cheap weed you were buying from that guy on the side of the road. Where do you think all of that stuff was coming from? From people like that in the rural areas or small farms. You know, so, so we got to we got to have them take part in the industry as it moves as well. I would love it if Fields of Green does get to have a presentation to pay that video to Parliament. Mm. Um, I don't think I probably can't do it on the Zoom thing, but... Um, you know, though every every member of that, particularly the Department of Health, must hear that. You know, to quote Mark er Emery, we are not regulating plutonium. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, the way the Department of Health, you'd swear that Dacha was radioactive and carcinogenic and all of that, you know, and what about the children? You know, Jules always used to say, what about the children? There's enough of them anyway. <laughs> What about the children? Well, yeah. it's better off your, your kid finds your, your gummies rather than your bottle of rum. Exactly, right? mm -hmm. exactly. If anything. And I think that it is the misconceptions of the Department of Health that, um, that we can lead us into our next uh, first CBD and N story for this week. And uh, that is this whole issue of fake news, hype news. What is it? that's going on here in South Africa with all of this news. And I'm just going to ask Captain Stream if he can bring up the screenshot that I took off my phone last night. Um, and it just kind of just kind of illustrates everything that's going on in the news at the moment. You know, we've got our friends at Cannabis Africa that are reporting on all cannabis news, and I think doing a very good job. 
although there is this sort was odd sort of like pump and dump article, but I think they churn out so much content about cannabis that they are a very important player in the media. And then what is going on with this business tech? They seem to be pumping out stories every single day. So look there on the on your screen, you'll see at the top of my feed. Now this is one under the other in my Google News feed. Okay, high speed chase. Western Cape Cox arrest two suspects in a 1.4 million rand dacha bust. And then they showed some pictures of a taxi absolutely crammed full of bags. Uh, yeah. And that was on the N2. And high I think Langsburg, they had a high speed chase. They, they saw them in Langsburg and then they chased them out of Langsburg for 14 Ks. And the one guy managed to get away and the rest were arrested. And there goes the, 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 the taxi, there goes the weed, there goes those guys' liberty for a few nights. Then right underneath it, we have cannabis company plans listing after being handed first rights to grow and package weed products How in South Africa. How uh, I mean, what? It's you, doesn't it? The, the level know? of privilege. Yeah, the level of privilege. And then Amy and I listened to an interview of the guy from something called Silo Cybin, a cannabis company mm -hmm. that is listing on the JSE and probably mm -hmm. a European stock exchange mm -hmm. with their product. And then today there was another business tech article of a Canadian company that's importing weed to South Africa. I can't believe that. Can you imagine? You read that uh, article, uh, Yeah, right? I can't believe that, they, that they're going to even think of doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That they're allowing that to happen. But we've got such a, uh, a, a perfect place well, to grow. Well, it's going to be outrageous then, prices to begin with. Well, once it's going to be put into medical, it's going to be used in a medical yeah. sense straight away. So it's going to be used either for some kind of product that's being made in South Africa. So it could be whatever, drinks, creams, whatever it is that they're making with the CBD. Or it's going to be a prescription of some kind from... Yeah. But if it's... I don't know. And it doesn't say whether it's it's extract or flour yeah, or, there's no, there's or no what. Real there's no. It's going to get imported, processed yeah. and exported some way. Because we can only export, yeah. right? So... Yeah, we can only export. So you have all of this news that's flooding, which is, it's always good to have our favorite plant in the news, but I think I'm just going to talk on this particularly medicated <laughs> spliff here because I need it for my exasperation. It's <laughs> medical, you know? But, you know, all of us are kind of media junkies because that's what we do. That's, our com that's our, our, what drives a lot of our activism is getting our message <coughs> out there and seeing what messages are out there. But just be careful. There was another article that I found about a woman in California who, let me just find it here. And she, Kristen Yoda doesn't want to crush your entrepreneurial spirit. And she called, you can't spell cannabis without BS, bullshit. And she's a cannabis advisor. And people pay her to come and assess the viability of their companies in California. Did you read the article? No, yeah. So she seems, seems like a really cool chick. I wouldn't mind meeting her one day. Because she's calling out all the bullshit. <laughs> That's okay? good. And we That's need good. somebody to call out the bullshit. Yes, you do. And if we get to present at Fields of Green for All at the public hearings next week, I'm going to call them out on their bullshit. You know, I'll be polite, of course, and I'll dress nicely and I'll put my lipstick on, but this woman calls out the bullshit, and I think we really, really need that detector out there, uh, because we've heard of, Dale had, a, had experience of a large grower that just suddenly to, uh, cut down. They just suddenly cut mm. down all of their plants. Mm. Hey? No one can really make it anymore because of the prices. 
Exactly. And that um, leads us into our next CBDNN story, which Dale is going to take, through, take us through, um, about this whole thing of hyping the prices. Because on one side, we've got a whole taxi full of weed worth 1.4 million rand. And then we've got this company listing on a stock exchange. Who are they going to sell their weed to? I wonder. Certainly not us, because we've got our own. So, plummeting cannabis prices put a strain on small farmers. Uh, we've seen this happen all around the globe, really, not just even in Israel, but uh, a lot of reports coming out of America in uh, Humboldt County, where growers say that they've, they're flooded in the market. They're drowning in a flooded market, rather, sorry. So, even the best quality weed that they could possibly grow um, is going for the lowest price, that they, they cannot even cover costs after the expensive trimming and packaging and stuff like that, that they have to go through for, for compliance. Uh, compliance. I yes. think that's what happened with, with the grow that, that you saw. Mm. That was one minute there was these beautiful plants mm. and the next minute they cut them all down. Yeah. Because they went back to the drawing board and they did their homework and that's what this woman in California does. Right, so in she, relation, sorry, in relation yeah. to uh, what's going on in South Africa, after our landmark uh, 2018 court decision, um, for the use, possession, and cultivation of cannabis in private dwellings. This is leading to a lot of people growing for themselves. This is um, not just a matter of big corporate companies coming in and mixing in the market, but also people growing for themselves, which is cutting out the rural farmers completely. Mm, I don't think the home grow market is, is doing so much damage. Mm -mm. So, I don't um, think so. Tuliswe a 43-year-old Ponderland resident, um, she's sitting on her floor. You might see in the pictures uh, if we could bring them up. And no, we haven't okay. Cool. So she says she is worried that everyone will be able to plant their own dacha in their own homes, and she won't be able to make money from selling what they are growing there. And this is weed that they've been growing for centuries, over two hundred years, really. These people. So Dan, what do you think? I don't think it's a homegrown that's stealing yeah, the market. I mean, mm. the guys that are buying the, the tents and the lights and the gear that you can grow in and setting up these tunnels are not the guys that were buying the masses from these from mm. these rural growers that were yeah. selling their, their weed essentially would come into wherever it was and go to the ranks. More than likely being sold in the rank or right. sold in the corner or something to, of course, the youth of right throughout, but it's mainly going to be the lower income side yeah. of things because of yeah. the price point. At the end yeah. of the day, it's price point. Then so, so we're going to narrow it down more towards the big facilities that are dropping the price uh -huh. in the black market, right? So said facilities that might be research and development facilities that might have to burn their, their cannabis after growing it and doing their research. It's getting flooded into the market. We're seeing it with uh, the guys who have licenses to export, you know, these unicorn things we talk about. Yeah. Um, yes. And not all of it is being exported. That's the truth. A lot of it is being flooded into our market. So sure, again, we can't even get over like 40 rand a gram for your best quality indoor. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that's good. It's, it's literally, it'll ruin the market that's there for the people that are selling as they have been, just as the rural person has been. Yeah, it's yeah. something that people are doing to, to do their thing and to yeah. survive, especially now at this time, and now they want to do that. It's, but now that these companies want to do that kind of thing and dump onto the market, it's really not going to help anybody in this situation. No, yeah. no, not at all. You know, I was sitting, um, uh, drinking coffee and eating biscuits with Tricosa in East London, and he said out of the blue, so how long do you think the wash will be? 
and you know, I just knew immediately what he meant. He says, I reckon it's going to be five years. And I said, no, I reckon it's going to be ten years. So basically what we what we're doing, what's happening now is this big wash. It's like we're all in this in this washing machine and everything is it's the quality is being weeded out, the dirt's being washed away, you know. So a facility opens up, they've got a big lot of plants, whatever, research and development, and then they get hold of all the street dealers that they know. Call them up, invite them to the facility and say, mm, do you want to buy our weed, you know. Could be happening, we, we do believe that it most probably is, you know, but it's all about this wash. And it's all going to come out in the wash in the end. And I think if you act with integrity and you look after yourself, your family, and your community, we're all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's <clears throat> the end of the day, separate to do their damn job. Exactly. Oh. At the end of the day, exactly. if that's what is happening, then you it, look into it needs to be looked into. And I think, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not the person to go and tell separate what, what, because I'm sure they can no. do their damn job. But they should find this out <clears throat> and go and find out what facility is because... Send the police! At the end of the day, yeah, if guys are doing it and they're growing and then they're dumping it onto the market and destroying another person's income again mm -hmm. because they haven't got their, done their due diligence and made sure that their stock is correct, that it's passing all passes to get out of the country, or that they even have the export slash required uh, permits to do agreement. anything. Exactly. <laughs> A lot of these people have got no, you know, no uptake agreement for the weed either. Yeah, the well, there's the, yeah. They've grown it all and then it's sitting there. There's also the issue of the investors. You've got all these guys with so much yeah. money, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And they're dumping into these guys, guys. and they say, yes, <coughs> so let's do this and we'll send you all our money. And then expecting what out of it? Because truth be told, you're not going to really make money out of a research facility. Mm. It's not how it's meant to be. No, but you can sell it to research the market, one of them told <laughs> exactly. me once. <laughs> Does it make you high? Yes. Great. Right. Tick the box. We worked that. It works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So up for the craft growers and um, let's, just, let's just watch and be super critical of everything that's going on around us. You know, I think we've got to be super observant and awake and woke and whatever we need to be but let's just stay on the ball uh, particularly next week with these public hearings so now um, apparently we have Joanne adjudicated seven finalists for our Instagram competition this tonight so if we can bring those up and I would like to give Dan the honor of oh. being the picker and chooser great right oh no oh wow that's all ants oh that's clever that's very clever. Cool. What did you do, Brew? That must be some sugar water made into a circle. No, it I remember it being on before, but it didn't work. So is it a local pick? Oh, maybe it was, but it's still on the feed, plant so it's nation. got a second chance. Yeah. Oh, Plant Nation, great. Chronic cultivation. Shatter. Shatter. Dr. Turpe Damn, those look juicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Very spiky, alert. And they're well, they're, well, they're very, very healthy head. looking. Yeah. Mm. Ah, sorry, that's not the pigs. Sorry. Mm. Wrong, oh. one. wrong one. Ah. Let's go back. Hold on. Apologies. I thought, with, with all due respect. <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. With all due respect to Chronic Cultivation, we had to leave your entries out of the finalist because you won recently. <laughs> go back. But we'll go back to this week's correct ones. <laughs> It's fine. You're sailing this ship all alone tonight, Captain Stream. We're going to get there. Get there. <laughs> I'm sure everybody Thanks, who's jo. watching uh, will totally understand. And while you're totally understanding, don't forget to do the usual like, share, and subscribe. 
please won't you share the show um, with your friends and as you know Nelio puts out the shorts every week uh, uh, straight after the show we decide which of the excerpts are worthy of sharing um, and then we put those out as little short videos so, so please if you see those popping up on your feed um, share them uh, far and wide because I think the little snippets of information that we have on the show can be really valuable particularly when it comes to knowing your rights and knowing what's gone, going on in the, in the legal arena. So we're going to get some Instagram <laughs> pictures. It's coming, it's coming, apologies. In the meantime, I'm going to tell you a, a little bit about what's happening out there in the stoner world as far as events are concerned. And I said a little bit just because we have only one event to advertise this week, and that's the Up in Smoke Festival. And it is at uh, the Smoke Backpackers near Henops, just outside Johannesburg. Um, the Smoke Backpackers are somewhat legendary. They, they used to uh, hold parties there, and uh, I've been to, to trans parties there, and um, it's a lovely venue down on the river. Dale will be representing Fields of Green for All. We'll have a small stall there, so if you'd like to get your good people shirts or your Africa shirts or a nice buff or something, we're going to have that uh, at the stall, and we're going to be... Um, some manifestos? We're going to have some manifestos for sale, and we will have our card machine there, so you can bring your card with. And uh, we're going to be sharing our stall with our great friend Dino from Solidarity. So look out for Solidarity and Fields of Green for all stall. Tickets are 250 Rand for the whole weekend, Friday to Sunday, or 100 Rand for day passes. And it's out there, out there. Yeah, I'm, hen, I'm really looking forward to it. There's some cool bands playing, there's some really awesome DJs, mm -hmm. and it's a whole weekend thing. Like, mm -hmm. when last did you get away and, and socialize in that way? So I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Oh. And the tickets yeah. are not bad. The tickets are not bad, and I think that it's their, their, their first attempt at this, and we wish them really well. And, um, and uh, unfortunately, none of the rest of the crew, crew can make it. We've all, there's various people that are mm -hmm. sick, various people that have got to prepare for parliamentary hearings that are possibly going to happen. So, um, how are we doing on the Instagram pictures? All right, cool. all right, let's, let's see. Boom! Okay. Go in the garden we haven't seen for a few Strawberry before. OG hmm. from Ethos. Looks delicious. Yeah, it's a nice one. Oh, oh nice. putting in some work, eh? John Do you give a dab? Mm. pressing yeah. service at it again. Oh wow! Hello, Slumtown. Cape Pharmacy. Oh, I love the color yeah. of the healthy plants. Yeah, very out about nice sativa city. Wow, trichopath. Hi, hi, hi. Sure. How are you going to choose, Dan? <laughs> that's really, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Oh, cool. Nice and simple. Nice textures. Auto Tangerine from Barney's Farm. Big, big leaves. I don't know yeah. if you do autos, not a fan. Oh, that's Diamond. Diamond. a dab. Wow. Hmm. And a lot, too. Um, mm. Okay, so there we have our seven. Huh. What do you say, Dan the Growman? Ah, uh, really well good, done, Captain really, Street. Really Move it around. You're gonna go for that Mac Frosty. 
I really love the dad papers one, but it's not me who's choosing tonight. <laughs> I've never seen the Green Munchkin entry as well. I appreciate no. the, 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 you know, the, the bud. I appreciate it so much. I, like, I really, really appreciate well-grown cannabis. But I personally am a, an extraction fan, and it's taking... And I, 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 go down, I love my extracts, I love my uh. diamonds. So, Medusa, you're on, you're on my... On my radar. Diamonds <laughs> is Dan's <laughs> you've, you've won. That's amazing. Really well done. Diamonds um, is Dan's best friend. There's a lot of yeah. effort that goes into that and a lot of knowledge that you need to have to master Skill. that to get that yeah. done right. So I'm, yeah, I'm on you now. Good work. Well done, Medusa Dabs. Oh, good job. That's quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Wow. Excellent. Good job. Very job. So, uh, Medusa Dabs, would you like to come visit? Mm -hmm. uh, we've got good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, please make sure to pop us a PM um, with your address details uh, and Amy will get your prize off to you as soon as we can get that together. You know how to get a hold of us. You know how to get a hold of us at Fields of Green for All on our website with a contact form or via our helpline. Um, our helpline isn't only for, for arrests, although that is, is mainly what Charles deals with. It's also for your questions. But if you have any questions, then please consult our Frequently Asked Questions page on our website, which has grown considerably, and um, it really should answer most of your questions before you need to phone shop. <laughs> well, there's a lot of frequent questions. Check it out. There's, there's a lot, lot of frequent lot. questions. There, there really aren't, and we've built that up. Well, Charles has built that up over the years. We didn't see Charles tonight on the show, and we missed you, Brew, but we'll see you again next week. And... Um, and I think that we've kept it to 55 minutes. Very well Looking done good. to us. Well it's a packed show with our fake news, our beautiful sister Nunzi, um, saying like to Russ Warren and to Brother Green. And so from the Hot Box Show here at the at Jazz Farm, here's us signing off. Grow your rights. Grow your own. And life on up for jewels. Thanks for watching. Peace. Mm -hmm.